thank you for watching today. I'm Terry Savelle Foy, and I'm here with my sister, Jerry Ann Savelle Newton. And you know, Dad's given us the privilege of teaching you today. Beware of the dream killers. You know, Satan's out there to kill, steal, and destroy, and he wants your dream. But God designed you for a purpose. There's something he wants you to do during your time here on earth. You know, the Bible says life is but a vapor. Mm -hmm. Here today, gone tomorrow. And you don't want to waste your life wondering what could have been. So, you know, we've put this special package together called the audacity to receive because to do what God's called you to do, it's going to take audacity. So, Jerry, you're going to teach us today about having that kind of faith, but also how to not lose our focus when Satan's trying to steal our dreams. Exactly. But first, anything you desire to be or to do or to have in life, you have to conceive it first right. before you can ever receive it. So I want to talk about that for a few moments. You know, it's a lot like a blueprint for a house. You know, you can't just decide, I'm going to build my dream house. Yeah. You have to have a blueprint. You have to have a design. You have to have a vision for it before you can ever design your perfect dream house. Yeah. And that's a lot like dreams inside of us. You can't just, you know, just decide one day, okay, I'm going to do that. You have to think about it, imagine it, visualize it pray about it, all those things. And I want to read to you Ephesians 3.20. It says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. The NIV says according to his power that works in us. So we want his power working in us to give us that exceeding abundant life. And you can't do it on your own, yeah. you know? I mean, you can dream, you can have these dreams, but you want them to be with his power, yeah. with his purpose in mind, not your will. You know, I don't want to be a famous singer. That's just not in me. It's not his purpose. good thing. Yes, it would not <laughs> be a good thing, I promise. But, you know, he puts in us desires, like you are known for France. People know that you love Paris. You're drawn to things even in stores. You'll see Paris things. People send you Paris stuff. You took French in college. college. Yeah. So it's already in there. So if you begin to see those things, you know, your dreams may be buried right now, but if you begin to just think and imagine and just pray about it, what am I passionate about? What do I love? You know, I was thinking about that. I love Elvis, so maybe I'll no. be a tour guide at Graceland. Give it up, Jerry. Okay. Let him go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forget that. But, you know, the things that you love, like I am passionate. Now, I, Paris is nice, but when you say Africa to me, it goes off in me. Yeah. I have always wanted to work in an orphanage with children, and, you know, I want to be in a mud hut with a ponytail and no makeup and just serving Jesus out in a jungle somewhere. That is, I just get so excited about that. But God put that in me as a little girl. And there are things down on the inside of you that may have been buried for years. You know, you're just taking care of other people. You're just maintaining an existing in life. Well, God still has a plan for you. And it's down in there. And it's a part of who you are. You've just got to pull it out and just dig it out. And again, it's like that blueprint for that house. You know, you'll begin step by step finding out what it is that you're supposed to do with your life. Yes. You know, some people, though, 
say, you know, I'm too old. I'm too old to dream. I've, I've already lived my life. I've raised a few kids, you know. But no, God still has a plan for your life. Yes. So there are people that, you know, think I'm too old to do anything, but God wants you fulfilling. There's a set course for each one of us. Yes. We all have a set course. And I'm telling you, you're not too old. If you've gotten off that path or gotten off the course or you've just sat down on the path, that God wants you to get back up and fulfill the plan that he has for your life. I know that you know some facts about people. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. You know, I heard Richard Bach say this. He said, here's the test to determine whether or not your mission on earth is finished. You ready? He said, if you're alive, it isn't. <laughs> In other words, God still has something for you to accomplish. So, you know, in one of my books, I listed all these facts of people who mm -hmm. accomplished amazing things at ages that some people would have said, I'm too old. Mm -hmm. So listen to some of these people. You'll recognize them. Lucille Ball. She debuted as Lucy Ricardo in the TV comedy, I Love Lucy, at 40 years old. Sam Walton launched Walmart at 44 years old. Ray Kroc, you know, he launched the McDonald's chain at 52 years old. Mm -hmm. Walt Disney opened the theme park in Anaheim, California called Disneyland at 53 years old. Frank Sinatra retired for two years, reignited his career at 58 years old. W.H. Hoover developed an electric suction sweeper that soon became called the vacuum cleaner at 58 years old. Betty Ford, you remember she opened up those substance abuse clinics at 64 years old. So think about it, 64, she had a dream. Mm -hmm. Thank the Lord she ran with her dream and didn't give up on it because so many lives have been changed because mm -hmm. of it. After 22 years of work, Noah Webster launched the dictionary at 69 years old. Mm. Uh, William Mayo founded the Mayo Clinic at 70 years old. Ronald Reagan was reelected as president at 73 years old. I mean, I could go on and on. Benjamin Franklin invented the bifocal eyeglasses at 79 years old. Mm -hmm. He probably needed them, but <laughs> Grandma Moses, she begins her career as a serious painter at 78 years old. Oh. I thought this was kind of funny. British actress Gwen Davies appeared in the Sherlock Holmes movie, The Master Blackmailer, at 100 years old. Wow. Still acting Still at acting. 100 years old. You know, C.S. Lewis said, you're never too old to dream a new dream, or to set a new goal. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're telling us. Don't let age be a distraction. Yes. When we come back, I want to talk to you about three dream killers where Satan tries to come in and abort your dreams. So watch this message, and we'll be right back. Do you have the audacity to receive what God has for you? Everything that God has for you is available, but it's not automatic. Obstacles and resistance will try to stop you from achieving your dreams and desires. In Audacity, Terry Savelle Foy shares from personal experience seven key areas to conquer fear, develop discipline, and build the audacious faith you need to fulfill your dreams and purpose. In the three CD series, If You Can Conceive It, You Can Receive It, Jerry Savelle shares how success begins on the inside. You'll learn how to let the Holy Spirit become the artist, God's Word the oil, and your heart the candle for God's plan for victory. Also included is Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's teaching, Beware of the Dream Killers. You'll discover that God does have a plan for your life and how to stop the devil from killing your dreams. Don't wait. Request the Audacity to Receive Teaching Trio, including Audacity. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. And beware of the dream killers. Just call or visit jerrysavelle.org. Start your journey with audacious faith today.
I just want to remind you to go right away and get this Audacity to Believe package. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, and you will have hours of listening to the Word of God. And it's not only hearing it, but it's applying it and doing it in your life. So go right now. Don't delay and get this. In fact, this is the last week yes. that we're offering it. So go ahead and do it now. Well, I want to get back to our message. And, you know, when we were growing up, Daddy always told us, um, and he learned it from Kenneth Copeland, who learned it from Oral Roberts. You know, if you're struggling right now and you say, I just don't have dreams, then I want to encourage you to get alone with God. You know, you say that, to get alone and yeah. think yeah. and just spend time and listen. Take a notebook and a pen and just get alone and get quiet and ask the Lord, what is it to you have for my life right now? Mm -hmm. And the three things that Daddy taught us is find out the will of God. Once you find that will out, then the second thing is you confer no more with flesh and blood. And that simply means you don't have to go around asking people, do you think I've heard from God? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. You confer no more with anybody because you've got a word from God. It's a rhema word from God. And then the third thing is to get the job done at any cost. So you are passionate and driven and focused about the word that God's given you. Yes. So I just want to encourage you with that. If you're saying, I don't have dreams, well, that's the way you get started is get with God and find out. And again, like I said, those, those things inside of you that you already love and are passionate about, they'll begin to just come out of you and you'll see what path you're supposed to take in your life. Yeah. I want to talk about three dream killers. You know, a faith project, you're believing for something. A faith project is much like expecting a child. Now, I've gone to the doctor six times, and I've been told six times, you're going to have a baby. Oh, yes. dear Lord, could y'all stretch <laughs> your hands to her right now? <laughs> right? So a faith project is like that. God plants a seed on the inside of you and gives you a passion for something and gives you a drive and a purpose for your life. But you know, when he gives it to you, you don't see it right away. When I've been told I'm going to have a baby, I don't see it right away. There's a preparation time. There's a waiting period. There's getting yourself ready for this new birth, this new thing coming in your life. And that's what you can't get discouraged thinking, okay, I'm expecting, you know, I've got, I've got this will from God. I've got this plan from God. Where is it? Why isn't it happening? And that's what Satan comes. You know, when you get that dream on the inside of you, Satan is out seeking whom he may devour, and he wants to take that dream from you. He wants you to stay where you are right now in life. So you've got to get aware because he is seeking. He's not a lion, but he pretends to be fierce. He's not fierce. You've got to get this word from God and hold on to it and guard it with your life and protect it and defend it and know that there's a season, there's a due time. Yeah. If, you, if you do not faint, you do not become weary, then you will reap a harvest. Yeah. Amen? You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. But there's three ways, and I know there's all kinds of ways the devil comes, but the three I want to talk about today is number one, he tries to distract you and bring a dream killer by reminding you of your past. The things that you've done, the mistakes you've made, who you used to be, you know, 
you'll never, he'll say to you, you'll never amount to anything. I mean, look at what you've done. It may have been something you did yesterday. That's your past and you've got to forget it. You've got to move forward. You've got to keep going and not be distracted. Proverbs 4, 27 says, do not turn to the left or to the right. There is a set path and the devil has got traps set for you along the way. And you've got to be mindful of those traps. Yes. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That's Psalms 37, 23. If your steps are in line with the Lord, then he's going to order and direct and establish your way. But you cannot be turning to the left or to the right and looking at, you know, what's going on or what you've done in your past. You never get anywhere looking backwards. You're moving forward. There was a quote by T.D. Jakes. He says, stop defining yourself by who you used to be. Stop defining yourself who used to be, who you used to be. If my sister and I, you know, thought about the mistakes we've made and we've made mistakes in our lives, if we thought about the mistakes and thought about our past, we both would not be sitting here. We had to get free from the past and move forward with the call on our lives Mm -hmm. and the plan and purpose, but we're not looking back. I'm not looking back at yesterday. I'm not looking back at 10 years ago. I'm moving forward because his mercies are new every morning. You got to remember that, that his mercies are new every morning. And Isaiah 43, 25 says, I am he who blots out your transgressions and remembers your sins no more. So if God Almighty can say, I don't even remember your sins, then why are you still remembering them? Why are you still bringing them up? You know, other people may bring up your sins, but God doesn't know what they're talking about. So you don't need to be mindful of them. You don't don't need to be thinking about them. You just know that God has forgiven you and he doesn't remember your sins. So stop reminding God of what he's already forgotten. Yes. Every time you bring up your past, you're reminding God of what he's already forgotten. Mm -hmm. You know, Jerry, it made me think about years ago. You remember this at a believers convention with Kenneth Copeland. Oral Roberts was there, Mm -hmm. and he came and sat on the front row, and I was right behind him. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, Dad said, you remember our daughter Terry? And he turned around and looked at me, and he pointed at me in front of all these people, thousands of people in the convention. He pointed to me, and he said, there's something you're not letting go of. And I just stood there. I was so insecure, so embarrassed, and he said, lift your hands. So I lifted my hands like this, and he started hitting my elbows in front of everybody. All the cameras are on, and he started hitting my elbows saying, let go, let go, let go. Mm-hmm. And I remember standing there thinking, of what? <laughs> like, I didn't know what he was talking about. Well, it wasn't until later when I came home from that trip, I was out walking, and the Lord told me, it's the shame from your past. Mm-hmm. All the mistakes you've made, all those bad choices, let it go. Yes. So I hope you're listening. If God's telling you today, let it go. God never consults your past to determine your future. So stop reminding him of what he's already forgotten. Yes. That was number one is your past. Yes. And God has something better for you than what you had in your past. I love what Paul says in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. But one thing I do is forgetting the past. Those things are in the past what are behind me, and reaching forth to what lies ahead. He says, I press toward the mark of the high calling of Christ. 
So there is a high calling for you, but it's not back there. You're pressing towards the mark. I could go on and on about this one, but we're going to move on to number two. And I think one of the dream killers that Satan tries to put in our path is comparison. Looking at what other people are doing. You know, saying, making you think to yourself, you know, I didn't go to college. I could never do what they're doing. Or, you know, based on your past, you could never have what they have. Well, that's a lie from the devil. Yeah. And you have a uniqueness about you that you don't have to look again to the left or the right or what people are doing, but you focus ahead on the path that lies ahead of you. And don't compare yourself to anybody else. But the devil wants you so consumed in what you don't have and what you haven't accomplished that you just sit still and you're not moving forward. Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you yield to comparison long enough, do you know that it turns into jealousy and envy? And you don't want to go there. You don't want to go to those places. So when, you know, a thought comes in that I'm not good enough and I'll never have it like they have it, you stop those thoughts right then. You take them captive. Like 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us, take every thought captive. So when a thought comes to try to compare yourself with someone else, you say, no, I'm one of a kind, I'm unique, and God has a plan and purpose for me. You just work with what you have. You work with what you can do, and you don't look to the left or to the right. Listen to this scripture. Proverbs 4.25 in the message, it says, keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sides show distractions. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. So to me, one of the comparison, comparison is a sideshow distraction. Mm -hmm. It's trying to get you off your course and looking at what other people are doing. Yeah, makes me think about the way Rodney drives. If he sees something out the window, the whole car goes in that yes. direction. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's exactly what Satan wants, for you to get your eyes on other people so your life goes in that direction. I heard you say this. You said, become laser focused on what you are to accomplish. Yes. Become laser focused. Yes. Because what you focus on will develop, just like in photography. Whatever you focus that camera on, it will develop in your life. Yes. But you got to get focused on what God's telling you to do. You know, you've heard the illustration of the lion tamer. You know, when, when the lion tamer goes into the cage with that lion, they said they always carry a pistol on one side and a whip on the other. Mm -hmm. But invariably, they carry that four-legged stool, and they always thrust the four legs towards the face of that animal. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is they said the lion tries to focus on all four legs at the same time. And then in an effort to be focused on so many things, this paralysis overwhelms him, mm -hmm. and he becomes tame, weak, and disabled. Well, that's exactly what Satan hopes for us, that we get our eyes on so many things, other people, the past, comparison, you know, doubt, unbelief, that we just lose our focus. We become tame, weak, and disabled. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important you stay laser focused on what God's telling you to do, not what he's telling other people to yes. do. Yes. So number one, the devil wants you to be reminded of your past. The second one is comparison. And the third one, I'm rushing through these, but... Get this CD because I'm going to go into way more detail on this. But the third one is 
doubt. I mean, it's the big one. Mm -hmm. If he can get you to doubt what God has told you for your life, the plan and purpose that he has for you, if he can get you to doubt, doubt eventually becomes unbelief, then you're done. You're mm -hmm. over with. He knows he got you. If you're going to settle like, I'm never going to accomplish this, and you start looking at your past, you start comparing yourself, or you're like, when is this ever going to happen? God gave me a word and nothing's happening. Then you start doubting his word and then you start unbelieving and then you're not where God wants you to be. You know, the other day I was reading the life of Abraham and, you know, dad's preached so much on Abraham, but I was looking at Abraham like me, just a person. You know, he was just a normal person and God had given him this word that he would have a multitude of children and, and he took him out and, you know, the sand and the grain and the stars and he gave him this word, but it didn't happen right away. And Abraham and Sarah, you know, they got discouraged and they, and they started figuring out, how can I make this happen? How can we make this happen? And Ishmael came and we know the story of what happened. But when Abraham finally got laser focused and, and knew that he knew and he became, it says he became unwavering in his faith. When he finally got to a point of unwavering faith, yeah. then he knew without a doubt that the word that God had spoken to him would come to pass in his life. And eventually, and it wasn't right away. I think he was 86 when he had Ishmael and 100 years old when he finally had Isaac. Yeah. So he still had a waiting period. But he was determined, he was unwavering. It says he staggered not at the promises of God. And I'm encouraging you today that you gotta get to that place where you stagger not at the promises of God, that you believe. Let me read the scripture to you. It says, Romans 4, 17, that you call those things that be not as though they were. So you're calling in like that blueprint of that house Whatever's down on the inside of you, you are calling it out. You are speaking it forth. I mean, your voice, your confession is so powerful that when the enemy comes to try to bring discouragement in your life, that you begin to speak that word that God's given you. And it's powerful. Terry talked about amen to there it is. You will have your there it is. That's your manifestation of what God has promised you in your life. It can come to pass but you cannot doubt, you cannot un have unbelief in your life. And the only way that you can stay in a place of fullness is in the Word of God. Yeah. You can't do it. You know, we're encouraging that. I mean, Terry says it over and over again. You've got to get in the Word. You've got to fill yourself up every single day so that you're full. And so when those sideshow distractions come, you just keep driving. Yeah. You just keep driving. You're not moved by what you see over here or over here. You're not thinking about your past. You're not looking at what other people are doing, but you're focused on, laser focused on what God's called you to do. Yes. Isn't that exciting yes. to know that his word, he will perform it with signs falling if you just stay faithful Yes. and don't give up. Right. We've been told that all our lives. Don't quit. Right. Don't quit. And doubt is a close relative of fear. It's all rooted in fear, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says, fear not, there's nothing to fear. 
That's something good for you to write down and memorize. I say that all the time. Fear not. There's nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. And you know, the Bible says fear not 365 times. Wow. That's one for every day of the year. Every day you wake up, God's saying, fear not. There's nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So I'm telling you today, if you know that you know that you know you've heard from God, then just dare to believe his word that it will come to pass in your life if you don't give up. I want to leave you with this one scripture, Philippians 3.14 in the message. Paul said, I've got my eye on the goal and I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. Let that be your testimony for the rest of your life that you've got your eye on the goal and you will not turn back. We'll be back in just a few moments. Do you have the audacity to receive what God has for you? Everything that God has for you is available, but it's not automatic. Obstacles and resistance will try to stop you from achieving your dreams and desires. In Audacity, Terry Savelle Foy shares from personal experience seven key areas to conquer fear, develop discipline, and build the audacious faith you need to fulfill your dreams and purpose. In the three CD series, If You Can Conceive It, You Can Receive It, Jerry Savelle shares how success begins on the inside. You'll learn how to let the Holy Spirit become the artist, God's Word the oil, and your heart the can for God's plan for victory. Also included is Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's teaching, Beware of the Dream Killers. You'll discover that God does have a plan for your life and how to stop the devil from killing your dreams. Don't wait. Request the Audacity to Receive Teaching Trio, including Audacity. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. And beware of the dream killers. Just call or visit jerrysavelle.org. Start your journey with audacious faith today. This is our last week to have this special offer, and I believe it is going to bless your life. You know, Jerry's been talking about beware of the dream killers. There are specific tactics that Satan will set up in your life to get you off course, and you need to know what they are so you're prepared. And then this, if you can conceive it, you can receive it. This is from Dad, our favorite preacher, Jerry Savelle. Mm -hmm. He talks about how every dream begins on the inside before it ever shows up on the outside. You know, Albert Einstein, one of the greatest thinkers of our day, he actually said, your imagination is everything. He said, it's simply a preview of life's coming attractions. You know, when you go to the movies and you watch a preview of a movie that's about to come out, you don't see the whole film. You just see a little snapshot. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what happens when you just sit and imagine what God has for you. You imagine your ideal body weight. You imagine being debt free. You imagine being married or starting a business. That's where it starts. And so dad will teach you how to stretch your imagination, how to conceive it in here so it shows up out here. Mm -hmm. And then this last message is from me on audacity. How to develop that kind of faith that says, God, this dream is impossible and I don't have a clue how we're going to do it, but I trust you. Mm -hmm. So there's action steps in here, how to get your dreams on paper and how to start taking steps. So be sure and get this special package. And I believe you have a, a scripture for us to close out. Yep, I want to leave you with this, and it's the message translation of Ephesians 3.20. It says, God can do anything far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Wow. Can you really imagine that? If you say, no, I can't imagine that, then you need to get in the Word so that you can begin to imagine that, that you can have that in your life beyond our wildest dreams, yes. that we can have anything that God desires for our life, you can have that right now in your life. 
but you've got to dare to believe it and you've got to get alone with him and find out the will of God for your life and know that you do have a plan, you have a purpose, you are special and unique and only you can do you. Only you can be the best you. So go out and be who God's called you to be. Have a blessed day.